and five, four, three, two. What up, y'all? Welcome here's the I'm Gabo Stage Cheek. That's Cheek Angel. Welcome to another podcast episode. Smash that like button, smash that notification button. Bangers, 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 all 2024. Bangers, 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 you dirty whore. Welcome to Here's the Thing podcast. Toronto, get your mother act together, cuz dead homies. I think that'll let that go. Y'all better get, you better call Drake, get that maple syrup, get them ketchup flavored chips, poutine. Now, me and Angel done did our part. We put the show there. We've been promoting it. And y'all wait until the last minute. And I don't know if y'all going to come. I I promise you, I ain't got to go up to that gold. Listen, you know who's going to be happy next year? Next time we go? Austin, Texas. Buffalo is. uh, No, Buffalo, you're out. And you're staying out. Austin, Texas. We could have went to Raleigh and Charlotte. We could have went down to Jacksonville. I would have fought harder for them other ones. But Toronto, you was high up on the list. Don't make me regret it. We could have went to Baltimore. We could have went to Baltimore and D.C. That's what I'm. See, that's what I'm going to do. When y'all act up in Tacoma, you ain't far behind. Oh, yeah. You ain't far behind. I'll go to Baltimore and D.C. instead of Tacoma. I'll go to Austin, Houston, and Dallas. Come on. I'll go to Raleigh and Charlotte. Yeah. I'll go to Newark, New Jersey, and New York. Yeah. And Philly. Yeah. D.C. and Atlanta. You know you're going to be there. Listen, we might go to uh, Augusta. Tupelo. Orlando, Oh, Tampa. we should go to Augusta. Listen, probably not. Okay. But Orlando, <laughs> Tampa, Jacksonville. We might get to Florida. We might go to three cities in Florida. It don't make me know. Never mind. I ain't got. I ain't never been to Toronto in the summer and had a show. I've always been cold. Springfield, Mass. Springfield, Mass. No Sir, okay, but we could have yeah. went to Boston. We could have gone to Boston. Boston sold out. Boston. Don't make me regret it. I'm I not gonna keep telling y'all. Up. Toronto, New York, you're doing amazing, sweetie. Everything but <laughs> Toronto, Tacoma, and Sacramento is doing amazing. I absolutely. Thought I don't Especially understand. for where we are now, and we ain't even showed you what a, a clip of the show looks like. But it's Toronto, nice. you better Maple Leaf that behind down to that Ticketmaster. I know that much. Maple I can't leaf. wait. So you well, know you can... what I'm excited about on this tour? Tell us, Angel. I'm excited to hear the audience do our opening. They our better opening? do it. Bangers, bangers, bangers? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, I'm excited to hear it. Bangers, bangers, bangers yeah, live? I want to hear, it's your boy, Chips Ahoy. <laughs> I'm Kev on stage, she's, and I want to hear the audience. <laughs> I want to hear it, and then I want to hear the end. And Joshi this is great. Banging on all we need to record this. Oh, yeah. Every time. We need to do a city competition. That's exactly what's happening. Who is the livest of the opening? And you're going to get better. You're going to get better points if you're close to sold out. Oh, That's yeah. just energy wise. Uh, absolutely. And we're going to start the rankings from Toronto on. So I and whoever wait. wins gets a pizza party. <laughs> really? Absolutely. Get a pizza party. We'll run out Dave and Buster's. We're going to get some Little Caesars hot and readies. Because, you know, they they uh they do it with us. On the show. At home? Yeah, at home. Y'all do it at home? Put it in the Patreon if y'all be doing it at home saying bangers, bangers, bangers. Bangers, bangers, and mash. It didn't work. You know how Beyonce had the mute challenge? This is is our mute mute challenge. challenge. (laughs) Hit my hand. Hit my hand from from there. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Before we start, Angel. Yeah. We've got four teams left. Who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? Baltimore Ravens. Oh, I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. There's black people. (laughs) That's how I know. There's a lot of black people in Baltimore. There's a lot of black. And we and and I'm gonna tell you what, our ancestors gonna push us through it. Yeah, they are. They're gonna be like, do what you gotta do (laughs) on the football field. Get these dogs out. Dummy. Dummy. Now who they playing? I don't Baltimore versus Baltimore. I want the Ravens against the Oreos Mm. out there on the field. I don't know if that'll work. On the field. Beating that ace. 
Ba- the Ravens versus the Orioles. I mean, a cross sport, inner yeah, city yeah, thing. Because in Baltimore, we could do it. It's never been done, but that don't mean it can't be done. It, it will be done. Get Cal Ripken Jr. out of retirement. Lace him up, Cal. That's what's going to happen. Iron Man Cal Ripken Jr. Lace yeah. him up. Lace him up. That's what I want to see. I feel like that's what's going to happen. Ravens all day. I'm going for the Ravens as well. Absolutely. I want Lamar Jackson to win the Super Bowl. Balling. He, I've been following him since he was at Louisville. You yeah, know he was down you Louisville. Did the Cardinals. He was down he at the was Cardinals. At the he was at the Louisville. He was at the Louisville. He's a very mobile quarterback, mm. and they be trying to say he ain't, he don't be balling, but he do be balling. However, yep. Patrick Mahomes is a dog. He's he back, plays, too. Uh, he, was, he was mad most of the season. And he's got the best defense he so has. He, he, plays he plays for the Chiefs. Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs, they playing them. They, they, they might be. Right, they playing them Sunday. Wait, that's the baby that the, yep, with the white wife. That's sure the is. baby with the white. Wait, what? Oh, fried chicken. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If Which reminds me, this doggone article pissed me off. There was an article about uh, explaining the swag surf because Taylor and them was doing it. Oh, Lord. They no, had to but I don't want to be upset. They had to explain it to the people. It's who crossed watching. over, Angel. It's crossed over. It's going to be. This Sunday we find out. I believe Taylor whoever Swift. wins the AFC championship is the probably the favorite to Atlantic. win the Uh-huh. American Colin Football. Federation. Oh. American Football Conference. That All makes right. so much more sense than where I was going. <laughs> also, quick shout out to Go Henry, LTD, Policy Genius, and Price Picks, our sponsors of the show. We will talk about them more later. Yes. And also, before we jump in, jump in, big shouts. Friend of the pod, Sterling K. Brown. Hey. Wow. Oscar huh? Nam. Jeffrey Wright. Hey. Friend of the friend of the pod. Danielle Brooks. Hey. I told y'all. I told y'all she was gonna get that Oscar Nami. For her role as Sophie in the color purple, that's all they did on the color purple. They gave they gave Danielle Brooks that, and then they said the rest oh, of y'all move. I didn't. I, you know what? Once I wasn't really seeing as much of them inside the road to the Oscars. Yeah. That's when I was just like, well, I thought they might have got costumes though. That would have been beautiful. I thought, I thought they did good on costumes. I'm not saying they didn't deserve more, but usually you can kind of see where the like where your prediction should be as you head to the road of yeah. the Oscars. But obviously, everybody who was in that film and a part of that film deserves all the accolades. But congratulations to Daniel. Did you know that Sterling K. Brown, Niecy Nash, and Daniel Brooks' cousins? The hell? Niecy Nash just posted a that. a damn lie. Niecy Nash said we you, are. I don't believe you, Niecy. Text me, Niecy. I don't believe it. We are. Uh, what she said? We are blood-related cousins. No, they not. They not. A Her captions. Like Both us. of my cousins are Oscar nominated. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Yes, we are blood related. Real cousins. I'm so proud of my fam. Danielle Brooks, Sterling K. Brown. I'm rooting for you. I said, black folks, y'all going to go down that line and get that get that related. I need to see who is like, like what type it's of her mother and my mother. Yes. They Ernestine. Were Skip that. Show me the documents. <laughs> yeah. Ernestine. Ernestine and Robert. We called them Bobo. They were first cousins. So that makes you her cousin, three the third cousin twice removed. Oh what does that even God. mean? What? They were sisters. <laughs> Sister. I need to put that clip on uh, Twitter. All right. First things first. I saw this on the internet, and therefore it must be real. Mm. It haps. It has to has to come on, come on. It has to be real. That's right. Uh, the Islanden. I, Islington Church uh-huh. of God of Prophecy. Hey, hi, and, I don't know whoever's in South Carolina. I, I'm pretty sure I'm butchering that. 
Islington, 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 South Carolina. Uh, they sent Brooke a message, Brooke Herndon. All right. They kicked her out of the church and gave her the $500 offering check mm. back. And the most unbelievable part of this is she wrote a check. What? Oh, I mean, they, see, oh I no, actually checks. a church, right? A church could write checks. The church going to have that checkbook. Yeah. You stop writing checks. Angel, what is you writing checks for? for a lot of things. Why not? What? What? I, I, first of all, I don't even know what my check. I haven't known. See my checkbook in 17 that's years. That, that's a shame. I that literally you can't that's remember true. the last time I wrote a check. I wrote Risky a check business, last Kevin. Are you? For what? First of all, when you're a member of Delta, they want a check. Okay. The Delta Sigma status? Because they're not paying no processing fees. The Delta chapter alone is holding on to the check. <laughs> check the checkmakers are like, listen, man, if we didn't have the, the divine nine, I don't even know if we would be making these. A Mars daycare. You paying check? check? Do I'm they only accept check? A, no, they you can do uh online and pay a fifty dollar processing fee, or you can kiss my ass and take his check. Time out on this. 50. Marcus posted a video of Amar speaking fluent English. Yeah, he's he's done that for a year. For he years. ain't he, when I see him, he's at the baby. One he don't see you often, so you are. That boy danger. got on that video <laughs> game and said, "Listen, hello, Marcus. My name is Amar. I'm yeah. building this building on Minecraft. What I got to do first is lay the foundation of praying. Then I got to fill that in with concrete. Of course, I know how yes. to do it because I'm smart. Anyway, what I think about the geopolitical understanding of the South is, yeah. listen, DeSantis he dropped out of the race. I think it was a complete waste of time. Trump's obviously going to win the nomination, and that's really who you got to think. Nikki Haley. I mean, I said Amar. When you talk this, I, I, I commented on that post and said I've never seen him say this." many words one after another well, he's not going to talk to you if he don't know you that's not me trying to shade you he does not talk to you if he's not comfortable with you fine then well, i'm not comfortable with him <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh you don't have protein bars that, that baby video yeah what's up with the little baby bro get your well, get, well, get your, your boys man <laughs> no why is he looking at me like that get your boys man i'm gonna do that to amar do it. i'm gonna be like amar you get comfortable with me and talk a lot like this he's like stop pointing at me <laughs> But anyway, go ahead. You wrote a check for a Mars daycare. Yeah, to write a check for his daycare. When there's a processing fee and they say, or write a check. You can write, you can write the check. How many checks are you writing in a month? Mm, probably no more than five. five you are not writing checks. I'm not. Last okay. time I wrote a check was for probably when I was still living in Long Beach because we would pay by check. Okay, for, so for that rent. was at least... Seven, eight years ago. No, not seven, eight. Maybe. Josh, the so pandemic was four. We pay our. Ah! That's what's messing us ah! up. The pandemic is messing us up. I pay, Angel. I pay my taxes with a check. Angel, that checkbook is also, is, is in current to use. To be fair, though, the checks let you hold on to that money a little bit longer, too. I, I listen, I used to survive off of that. I'm, I'm going to give it to listen, you now. Don't, you see the date. <laughs> you see the date. Don't cash it before. Hold on to that. I love a good check. I can't believe I, I literally can't. I have not seen a checkbook with my name on it. I don't even remember the last time. I think the last time I had to write a check, I was so pissed off that that was the only way they accepted money. I also don't. I don't really even be looking at the processing fees like that. I, I, I used to pay my rent on my credit card because oh, I could get points I wish we back when I was renting. Uh, I could get points for my no. miles. I used to pay it on my credit card. I'd rather pay in Apple Pay. I'd be still thinking it's crazy. I can go to the ATM and do my phone up to the ATM and take out cash. That'd be blowing my mind. But anyway. I'd use the card. But yes, a check check at church is definitely something I would do. For sure. So Brooke, Brooke got a check back and the church, the, the church wrote this letter. This letter is to inform you that it was unanimously, unanimously decided in our February 9th business conference that your membership in our local church should be terminated. Since you refused to accept the letter that we sent you in November... 
that outline the reasons for this action, I, I will briefly review them here. Number one, you initiated the separation in your marriage to Josh without good cause, stating that you wanted to begin a relationship with another man. It seems you have no desire to keep your family together. And this has caused a great deal of hurt to you, your husband, your children, and many others. Parentheses, this, has be, this is being unfaithful to the marriage vow that you took before God. Number two, you have continued to post many unchristian and even indecent pictures yes, very and messages on various social media sites over the past many months. You have also been very negative and critical of many of our church family. I believe I believe to, to try and take the attention off your real needs, which you deny. Okay, got it. I don't know why they put a comma there. Number three, you have refused counsel or advice from your husband, your pastor, and many of your close church family who really care for you and have tried to help you. Brooke, contrary to what you try to convince us, you are not really in a very good place right now. They they are terrible. Let's kick you out of the church. And then they continue. Brooke, taking this action was not an easy thing for you to do, for us to do, for the church to do, excuse me. There have been many prayers said for you and your family over this past year. Plus, there was a great deal of sadness in our meeting over having to do this. You and your family have been a very important part of our church for many years. And I know that we still love each of you very much. We are hoping that God will show you his will in all this and that you also desire to do his will. Please let us know if that happens. Sincerely, Pastor Bernie Levesque. No, we all felt it's best to return the tithe check you recently gave. They said, what we're not going to do is kick you out and keep your money. To Jeanette. What we're not going to do is kick you out and keep your money. That's where we draw the line. <laughs> but we are going to comment on on how trifling we feel like you've been. They, I mean, they really... <laughs> They really were like, we wanna, we wanna make sure you understand why we don't want you no more. But I don't understand why they didn't kick out the whole family. Get them all out of here. Get, get everybody. I the, want to see the church people looking at her Instagram like, y'all, look at the butt. Look at all that. Look at all Bo- them titties. booty cheeks all out, titties all out in the wind. I can't believe it. She is. I want my coochie scratched. <laughs> by sexy red. It, it is Easter. What does it mean? Been that. Over, let that coochie Gucci. breathe. What does that Shake mean? Shake that the breath ass. Of, the breath of life. <laughs> yes. Have y'all seen, speaking of which, did y'all see Sexy Red's uh, uh, baby shower photo? I no, have I haven't. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, I'm in charge of planning Breesha's baby shower, and I sent it to her because, I sent her the picture because I was like, this is really good inspiration. It gives me classy. It gives me, you know, I'm here. I'm excited about it. As a parent, I found it so challenging to teach my kids the value of money at such a young age. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode, Go Henry by Acorns, the smart debit card and app for kids 6 to 18. With Go Henry, kids can learn about money, set spending and savings goals, and even track chores and earn allowance money right within the app. They learn the value of money by using their Go Henry debit cards, while we, as parents, can set spend limits and help guide their journey while staying informed every step of the way. I got to say, it's been seriously amazing seeing my kids actually care about doing chores because they understand how it's helping them work towards their goals. Set your kids up for success and get started today at gohenry.com slash SK. TNCs apply. Renews from $4.99 per month unless canceled. Thank you, Go Henry, for sponsoring today's episode. Now back to the podcast. 
this is this is what you're able. That's the picture she took posing. <laughs> and I said, this is what we want. I'm going to show you, Josh, and I'll explain the picture to everybody else. Because <laughs> I feel like. out of the church. Classy and assy. Kick her out. <laughs> it, Sexy Red is bent over uh, in, I think the baby daddy has his face between her oh. booty cheeks. And they're in front of a like a kind of like a step and repeat, but more just like a backdrop of a pink. I'm sure it's a. a, a I think you're missing the biblical reference. Fast Angel. car SRT, huh? You're missing the biblical reference. It's an opportunity to part the Red Sea. Oh yeah, and oh, he man. did it. Oh, her well, her uh, baby shower theme was Chinatown. Oh, hilarious! I, yeah, that's what it's. I, Have I, you heard the the TikTok version of this song? This this. I was, yeah. waiting, I was waiting for hallelujah. <laughs> this is what's wrong with churchy kids. We listen to that R&B and we do the churchy stuff. That's why you can't be lukewarm. And this is why she got kicked out. The fact that she said, I want to, they said, you only wanted to leave your marriage so you could just date other men. They just took the, the husband's side oh, totally. 110%. Totally. That husband has got off Scott. I don't know these people. No. But I feel like a little patriarchy might be in play. Could be. Now, they done took the husband's side straight was, up. What if she was this trifling, though? Like, I just don't want to keep with you. I want to date these other niggas out here. Like, I know we married and whatnot, but like, what if? Oh, my God. What if? And what if she was just like doing pictures like that? Like, <laughs> that's the thing, though. Like, have we? Obviously, this is true. This is, cannot be fake. It's posted on the Internet. It's so 100 percent true. true. Otherwise, we wouldn't cover it. It's no. I saw it on Snopes.com. They and said this I is for sure. I went to uh, what, North Carolina. Island Town, South Carolina. South Carolina. Or and, Island Town. And I didn't see nobody. Went home. and made sure I saw the church, looked for the person who wrote the letter, asked if it was true, then interviewed her. I did that too. Yeah, and so I actually went on check systems and make sure that check cashed. Yeah. Because I still got access when I was at Bank of America. So I'm so glad you that know. you did that. Thank and you. so it's, this is no debate. No. But the whole point of the church is to rehabilitate the people of God. It's, she don't want to, she has a reprobate mind. She got that reprobate <laughs> It's turned off from hearing of the from the Lord, from the Lord. They said you wreaking havoc. You're leaving your husband. You're posting thirst traps. Okay, we don't think you love him. You married another man. Josh is in here. He's crying every Sunday at the <laughs> altar. We can't take it. You know, how I know it was for real. If you returned that bread. Oh yeah, we hate you. They're like, we really are. We want you to. We don't want you here. <laughs> we don't even want you to come up to the church and collect your last tithe. That was a good five hundred. That's that's for a black church anywhere. What are you? What am I talking about? Five hundred is a nice amount. You're not trying to lose. If that's her tithe, you're not trying to lose that. That's five hundred at least a month. At least a month. She making five thousand. That's yeah. covering donuts and coffee for the month. What? So I. 
They must have been serious. They kicked her out. They said, man, you know what? You didn't get the last letter. Don't you come up here again. We know you got it. You can go to hell for all we care. Literally go to hell. We don't care. You're going to hell. We don't want to watch it. (laughs) We're not going to help you. Yeah. You want a thirst trap on the gram? One of the member, one of the deacons got a, got a whole folder of all your thirst traps. He printed them out. Yeah. He went eight and a half by 11 to prove. (laughs) Look at this. Look how bad you were, Brooke. I want to find her Instagram. I want to see if it's kick out worthy. I, and wa- watch if the her scantily clad was like this. Drunk, uh, Christian cleavage. Yeah. She could have been going, you know, yeah. once you get a little, uh, what's this, clavicle? clavicle? Once you go clavicle. That's the devil's spatula. <laughs> you might as well be butthole naked to the wind. Oh, yeah. And she, listen, listen, no telling. I'm telling you, this right here, enough to a, get a cold. Just a little, the little uh, coin slot. The coin slot? Yeah, just a little, you know, the titty meat be a little bit. You could put a quarter oh, in there. Oh, is that what you were Lord. thinking? I was thinking this is the Vicks Vapor Rub area. That is Vapor Rub. If you got that out. You're out of here. Listen, you out here with the devil in these streets. You got the Vapor Rub area? You got to be up here. You better, lock, matter of fact, and lock close it, it up. up. Lock and it that up. bottom wasn't, cl- close it on the bottom, Angel. You know what? I'm already going to hell. It, and it don't matter because let me tell you why. These nails is red. Oh, Angel, you're all And this bad. hair is you, red. I don't, were you planning on going to heaven? I thought, I thought I you would. accepted that. I was trying to make sure Jesus could see me in line. I could tell you all the reasons why. Stand up and I'll tell you all the hell things. Nails, hell. Not the hell things. Leather pants. Pants in general. Pants in general. Then leather. Was that one outfit? It's a, it's a onesie. Onesie? That means you got to take all your clothes off to pee? That's a one-way ticket hell. to hell. One-way ticket to hell. Red hair. I'm going to get distracted when I take off my clothes to go pee and end up having sex with somebody. Surely they're going to be that man's in the in the bathroom because you caused him to stumble. Red hair, you know what else is also red? Hell, yeah. lake of fire, earrings, makeup, lip gloss, lashes. Yeah. Jezebel. Heels. Heels. Oh, and you got what Louis Vuitton boots on? Yes. You know what Louis Vuitton means in Greek? Hell is thine going. <laughs> Hell is thine home. That's that Luminati. You went over there and got that Luminati. Them pack. boots. So. You get it. Get the hell on. That's a big loom starter pack. <laughs> yeah, big loom starter pack. And all them tumblers are going to be tumbling in hell. Hope you're thirsty in the lake of fire. Because uh, that's all that's going to be in here. <laughs> it's more, it's fire, more fire. Fire and brimstone. Yeah, yeah. Fire and brimstone. Uh, ice latte for Angel. You that's think it. this is? That's it. You're going on tour with men? Your husband's not going? You said that to them light-skinned boys from England? You complimented them? Hell, hell. Hell, hell, You had four kids out of wedlock while you were married? You didn't fully believe Cat Williams? Hell. He's obviously telling the truth. <laughs> He's obviously a prophet from the Lord. Uh, anyway, uh, you know what? I'm going to tell you what. All jokes aside, stranger things have happened. In churches. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you mean. Just, it's this, all, I know we're saying, joking around saying this could be true. This absolutely could be true. No. I would not be surprised I, that's what at I'm all. Saying. I, I assume everything on the internet is fake to begin with. Mm-hmm. But as a person who's grown up in church, there's still so many. Uh, listen, when we think of church, a lot of times society makes you think that the Joe Osteens and the, the T.D. Jakeses and the uh, Furtick's are the majority of church. Mm-hmm. Not, I think the last stat, I don't, correct me if I'm wrong, if you know, I think it's somewhere between 90 and 95% of churches in America have less than 100 members. Yeah, I can believe that. Believe Most that. of them, remember our racism office? Mm-hmm. There was a Nigerian church at the end of that uh, row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No more than 27 people in there. Strong, though. On any, oh, they was going up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They was on Men's Sundays with nobody's <laughs> office. They was going up. They invited me in there. 
Did they? Just mm. get in here. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't dressed enough for it. Come as you are. The men don't go to hell. They can wear whatever they want. It's just Absolutely. people like Asia that are going to hell. Oh, and your name is Josh. The husband was Josh. You know, Josh's are good. Josh is biblical. Josh is biblical. I, Joshua. I, <laughs> Ichabod's also biblical, but it's not a popular name. Anyway, um, speaking of the truth or the lie. Who tell me? Brick Lady update. Yes. And this is in essence. I love it. <laughs> essence article, Houston Brick Lady, and they put that in pro- quotation, uh-huh. becomes wanted woman after being charged with theft and no showing at planned surrender. Uh, let me click the article and read it to you. Uh, it says, this is in essence, Rhoda Osmond's social media post about a man allegedly assaulting her with a brick went viral and she raised more than $40,000, but authorities now believe it was a scam. Under the guise of a sob story about a man allegedly assaulting her with a brick, Rhoda Osmond raised over $40,000 via GoFundMe last year, but now authorities believe it was a scam. Why would y'all write the same paragraph twice? They said, one more time, run it back. Bro, y'all just put that up here. No, run it back. (laughs) After being charged with felony theft by deception, which is a charge I had not been familiar with. I've never heard of that. Yeah, she was expected to turn herself into police, but didn't show up last Thursday, KPRC reports, and now she's on the lam. If convicted, Osmond could spend up to 10 years in prison for this crime. Mm. It all started that sept- last September in Houston. Police officers were responding to an incident of aggravated assault. Per the original police report made at the scene, Osmond claimed that she was walking on Schumacher Lane where an unknown man threw a brick at her and when she, when she would not give him her phone number. In a social media post that went viral, Osmond, who appeared to be clad in a hospital gown with a swollen face, tearfully addressed the camera. He picked up a brick in front of so many men and was like, what you going to do? She accused the onlooking men of standing idly by and doing nothing. And I told all these men, like, yo, why does this man got a brick on my face? Over the next two months, the help road to recover GoFundMe raised more than $42,000. Golly. Description of the now removed page read, my good friend Rhoda was viciously attacked by with a man by a brick, yada, yada, yada. Osmond told authorities that she subsequently ordered an Uber and was convinced the brick thrower was her driver. She then made an allegation that he tried to kidnap her and stated the suspect was involved in human tra- trafficking and had a large group of women in the car with him. As the investigation continued, however, evidence disproving Osmond's assertion began to mount. Houston police detectives obtained surveillance video which showed Osmond with a friend and the man she later identified as the person who hit her. They got in a car together, then exited the car. Then the footage showed Osmond slapping the man, and then he hit her back with a water bottle in his hand. Keith Houston, an employee of Harris County District Attorney's Office, hilarious. His last name is Houston. He lives in Houston. We think that's what left the mark on her face, but it was mutual combat. GoFundMe has zero tolerance for the misuse of our platform. And basically, this paragraph says GoFundMe gave the money back. But it doesn't say that it gave it back from her. Yeah. It just seems like GoFundMe might have, they might have wrote a check to the people. Yeah. Just so they the don't look back. bad. But it doesn't seem that. She didn't gave back the money. Yeah. Uh, shockingly enough, this wasn't Ozzy's first GoFundMe for an alleged assault in 2020. She created a page claiming that a private security guard <laughs> assaulted her in Minneapolis and suffered a black eye. Facial contusions and injuries to her leg as a result. She requested $5,000 to help cover medical expenses, legal fees, and other associated costs. We do not know if she received funds for the campaign, but it has also been taken down by GoFundMe. As a black woman who's going to hell, what are your thoughts? It's, you know, recently, um, when this when this all first came out, I think I might have been doing a live on Instagram, and uh-huh. somebody was like, Angel, you need to apologize you do for need the to. brick lady. And my, my apology sounded like... You kiss my ass. <laughs> I ain't apologizing for this shit. <laughs> and I'm not apologizing.
apologizing for believing her. Yeah. Because I don't know. I'm not sure what you think my opinion did for <laughs> or against anyone in this yeah. situation. Sounds like she's crazy to me then. Sounds like she's a genius scammer. Yeah, well, not genius enough to not get away with it. Well, you gotta, you gotta scam a, a little bit under the radar. She true. put it too big on the radar. I would like to apologize. As a black man, this is wrong. I feel so bad for us. We've been wrongfully who, who, accused. Who you this doesn't sound like an apology. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I believed her to those. I, listen, yeah, I'm gonna tell it. you what got me. Her face. In the video, look terrible. I was like, "Oh my!" I I couldn't believe uh-huh. that. Some I was like, "Something happened." Yes, something terrible. You know, and like I was happened. all in the, the 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 swollen face had me. I was like, "Lord!" So terrible. it looks like she from the article it looks like she started a fight, and her story was she's walking down the street and somebody hit her, and a man asked her a number. She said no. He brick he threw a brick in her face. Mm-hmm. The reason I feel bad, she got me. She got me. Why do you feel bad? Because I don't want to be. I, because I don't want to be duped. I want to be a person who who believes people and then they be believable. Right, but we, I went. But you're her, human, just like just like everybody else. Yeah, but I'm a better human than that. I would, I, I should have done more research, but I don't know where to do more research. I would always rather err on the side of I believed someone who was possibly injured, especially if it's a black person and then find out I was wrong. And yeah. that person receives the uh, punishment then that they deserve then to be like, nah, nothing happened to her. And then the fact that it did happen, I'd yeah. always rather be wrong on that side than to yeah, be wrong yeah, on yeah. the other. And I listen, we, we talked about this before. There's oftentimes we, we say on this podcast, I don't have a public opinion on that yet. Mm-hmm. And that don't mean I don't have an opinion, but what I think, uh, what I talk to Melissa about, what I talk to my close friends about, and what I share on the podcast may not always be in the same timing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I don't think. Um, let's see in the in the believing black women Olympics, the the two that got me who wasn't doesn't look like they was telling the exact truth as they presented it because even this article says she was hit in the face with a bottle or a water bottle. Um, I keep doing that. Um, and Carly Russell, mm-hmm. she and Carly Russell had she had yeah, them yeah, cheeses yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but snacks. I do agree that <clears throat> as a black man, sometimes listen, it's like to protect black women, you got to believe them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and that do mean some people, some people are gonna play on that. Yeah. Belief. Absolutely. Some people are gonna play on tropes. Absolutely. Some people are gonna play on. How society works, stereotypes, and some you know sometimes it's gonna be black people as well. Oh, absolutely. Who gonna get away with it? I I didn't want to believe, and I guess this is probably the truth of the matter. I didn't want to believe that a black woman would capitalize on a black trope at the expense of black women, of black men. But at the same time, we we are people, and you gonna you gonna use your community for good or bad. Listen, we are capable of everything. That's what we black sure women. Is. We are not a monolith. Black people, we aren't. There are black. You folk. right, Kia Ross. Jesse Smollett did get me too. Yeah, I believe he Jesse got me well. too. He got me too. That was the the first time on my the first and last time on my own public on my own personal excuse me platform that I spoke out about something and I said it. It'll be the last. <laughs> Because Jesse got you? Oh, Jesse, Jesse got, got me. Ho- me. He had me hook, line, and sinker. <clears throat> and so on here, I'll speak about stuff. I'll give an opinion because that's my job. Yeah. But on my own personal, where people are like 
this is where I have the capability of muting myself a little bit more. If I want yeah. to, I could just be like, let's do content, Amar. Here, it's we have to talk about what the popular thing is. We do. Um, so with her, yes, I was, I'll was. i never apologize for believing a black woman first. No. I, I never will. And it, who I feel sorry for is her because she's mentally not well. Yeah. And um, I feel sorry for anybody who was harassed ongoingly from her videos. I'll go, um, I wanna? Like if anybody, if any of the men who showed up in, oh, those, in her videos. I, it does look like the guy, I don't remember his name, but I, it looks like the guy was harassed for sure. Yeah, I feel sorry uh, for him having to experience uh him being um, unwarrantedly, uh, unwarrantly, yeah, some one of those words work, yeah. harassed. Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't feel sorry for believing someone who really was try- making a believable pitch. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like she didn't put in the effort to make us believe. She went the, the extra mile. Yeah. She waited until her face swole up to the, the worst point and said, Look at what they did to me. Yeah, she didn't leave. She didn't leave. She didn't lead with. From what the article says, she hit him. He hit her back, or and it was mutual combat. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna tell you what I feel bad about. This is just me. Listen, it's the new year, and I am trying to make sure I'm on top of all of my financial planning tasks. Okay, it's a part of my to do list. And something that should be a part of your to-do list is shopping for life insurance. Start the new year looking and knowing you found the right life insurance to protect your family with Policy Genius. Getting life insurance today means you'll have the peace of mind for the rest of 2024 and beyond. So if something were to happen to you, your family could cover expenses while getting back on their feet. You know, Things like mortgage payments, school tuition, bills. These are the things you want to make sure are already handled just in case of your untimely passing. Luckily, Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top companies and their team of licensed experts is on hand to help you and talk you through it. I use Policy Genius to get my life insurance policy. Woo! And I'm so glad that I did. It was such an easy, easy, easy way to go about it. Policy Genius helped me through the whole entire thing. We were able to fill out the application, find the insurance policy that was going to work best for me, and then find the insurance company that was going to give me the best rate. Not only was it a fantastic experience for me, my husband also used it and so did my mom. So I can tell you from experience, Policy Genius is all that in a bag of chips. Okay. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has licensed award winning agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance company. That means they don't have an incentive to recommend one insurer over the other so you can trust their guidance. No wonder they have thousands of five star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Your family deserves peace of mind. A life insurance policy through Policy Genius can give that to them. Head to policygenius.com or click on the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes to see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. And this is why um, I, I, and I, I, and I don't remember, maybe somebody who uh, watched this will send it to me. I'm not going to go back into time and find that podcast. But I don't remember me going hard at the dues. I was, I would have, maybe I did, but I would hope that I didn't. But if I did, I do feel bad about that because I was wrong. 
And I was, I, I believed a black woman at the expense of a black man, if that was what I said. Because mm-hmm. honestly, sometimes we make so much content, I don't remember everything I said. Yeah. But I do believe if I, if I know myself, if I believed her, I would have been like, that's whack if somebody did that. We're supposed to be protecting black women. We're mm-hmm. supposed to go out and do that. And we, you know what I'm saying, hitting them in the face, blah, blah, blah. That sounds like how I would approach a situation. So for that, I'm like, dang, nigga, now you got me looking dumb, believing you at mm-hmm. the expense of this man or these men. I don't remember seeing the person that did it, quote unquote. But uh, all in all. Yeah, I, I probably went in hard and I'm like, yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> For sure. I think all in all, if you look, if you want to this, listen, I'm going to say it like this. Right. If you want to su- support black people, women, men, black owned business, that doesn't mean that every time you do, you will have a great experience Yeah, because you don't have a great experiences experience with business all the time, period. Yeah. Right. So you hire a black owned uh, caterer, for example. Right. Mm-hmm. And for a, for a birthday party, you're like, I'm going to support a black owned business. I'm going to support a black, you know, caterer. Yeah. And say that caterer shows up late. Food is cold. Food is bad. They mess up on the allergies, whatever they're supposed to have vegan, whatever the mistake is. That doesn't mean to me that I'm like, well, this one black business messed up. So I will never support this. With Correct. Me. A lot of times people be like, this is what happened when you support black owned business. I done bought from Nike, ordered a 2X shirt, got a small I done had my orders lost from every big brand in the world. I think a lot of times we are harsher on black businesses and they often don't even have the resources of the billion dollar right. con- conglomerates. Correct. You know what I'm saying? I bought Nike shoes and the bottom fell off before. Had to be like, no, Mr. Nike, feel. Mm-hmm. I know you got a couple billion personally. Why this bottom fell off? fell off? You know what I'm saying? And I've bought from black owned business, hired black people who did me wrong, mm-hmm. stole from me. Mm. Yeah, I got people who didn't took money from me. I bought their stuff, and then they st- started ignoring my text message of when I'm going to get my product. Uh, listen, I, we, now there was a time, I don't know if you remember, I bought a whole bunch of black art mm-hmm. when we did all this. Mm-hmm. Now, I never went public. I didn't get all my black art I ordered. Mm-mm-mm. Some of them pieces, I spent a pretty penny on. And they didn't get you? Piece never came, never shipped. I didn't go at them. I just, you know what I'm saying, highlighted the people that came. You know but how you get you know how to get them to send it is you talk about it but don't ever mention their name. You do like you just did just now. Yeah, and then yeah. all of a sudden people are like, "Oh, I I am so sorry yeah. I missed this email." That all Remember when Tab got sick cuz somebody said her their food was vegan and it yeah. didn't? Like just because a black person does wrong doesn't mean I give up on black people. Oh, absolutely. So I will continue to b- believe black women. I might take a second longer before I speak publicly in my belief. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't be liking to look dumb. Uh, or I might oh. have some more qualifiers. If true, allegedly, if this, those, those, so-and-so. You know what I'm saying? But they, they, there was pictures. I don't know if this is true or the right timeline. But they had pictures of her in Jamaica or at a hotel after. And I said, I didn't donate to the thing. If she went down to Jamaica with them, people's GoFundMe. I said, girl, now come on. Because the thing is, well, regardless of how me and you act, uh-huh. there are people who going to be like, uh-uh. It might be another rota. Might be another brick lady. Some might be another Carly be a Russell. Little more, uh, a little more, what do you call it? Um, oh, the word just ran the hell up out of my head <laughs> you want so me? fast. <laughs> yeah, apprehensive. There you go. When um, hearing these like stories of like heartache and suffering and yeah. trauma, 
I don't know how much lower I will be. I probably will still be like, God dang it, what is happening to black women? Because regardless of whether or not I'm right about that situation, there's always a situation that mirrors it that is true. And I was going to say that. And overall, yeah. right, if we looked at the data points of crimes committed against black women, overall, mm-hmm. I would venture to say we, we should be, we wouldn't believe the stuff that's true that don't even go reported. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what happens. You believe people sometimes niggas be lying. Oh, yeah. Sometimes yeah. people be lying. So I ain't going to stop because I was wrong. Mm-hmm. But I wish I hadn't been wrong. I wish I hadn't. You I wish she didn't make me tricked. I wish I hadn't been tricked. I was tricked. That's what I'm saying. You got to you got to realize someone did something. Somebody to did you. something to me. She tricked me. And I'm also a gullible gully. Yes. I'll be like, oh. Oh, I got scammed by this little black boy thinking I was getting Adobe Suite. Now, granted, it was going to be a legal copy, but I wanted it, and I paid $80, and that was a lot of money to me. And that boy ran off with my money. And it, I got a blank CD. <laughs> what? <laughs> but I said to myself, I hope that black boy did something with that money, like fed himself. Got himself some shoes. Man, Angel, I just, I had hired a company, man, and they, I paid full price. And when I tell you, they, they did me so wrong. Oh, no. That was late and stuff, and I said, now, I wanted to help you, and I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't recommend you in good conscience. I ain't going to bad talk you. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to do you wrong. Mm-hmm. But I, I wanted you to win. Yeah. And I paid my money up front in full. And that's not even usually how that business works. Yeah. And if you pay a, a caterer, it's half. Yeah. Now you cater, you come, you get usually a, a, enough to cover the food mm-hmm. or a piece of it. You'd already pay in full. Yeah. And then gave you the time and you ain't got the, you ain't, when I'm here, you supposed to be here before me. You not here. Yeah. Yeah. Now no. I got to get, I don't want to go down to the white man. Yeah. Ain't a lot of y'all in here. I, I recommend, I cannot recommend. I cannot recommend. I cannot recommend. I cannot recommend. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, a lot of people in the Patreon. Also, shout out to I forgot to say this, Shante Rutherford, who brought up the the church thing. I had not seen that. I said I got to get on my internet. Good. Pineapple Bun said, "Can you talk about Dave Chappelle comment on Cat Williams?" And yes. also, Regina Joseph said, "Can you talk about Dave Chappelle's comment on Cat Williams?" If you hadn't heard the comment, listen to this video. Is this part of the game? Is this? He only eat the niggas. He didn't say anything about any of these white boys. And none of these white boys function like that. And Ken is one of the best painters in the game. And so why are you drawing all ugly pictures of us? I don't know. He's like, it. Just that video. I don't remember this part. He does, don't. He all talks. the time. Fuck this one and fuck that one and fuck this one. But nigga, I didn't hear anything that you did wrong. You didn't do nothing wrong. Can't do nothing wrong. And wreck TV. All right, we get it. I, I cannot wreck. hear that. I can't hear that drop one more and time. And wreck TV. <laughs> I, I, he did say he Fs with uh, Cat Williams heavy, hard. He That's what he did say. So I will say, I, I know we didn't. Play that yeah, because I, I couldn't hear the, the drop anymore. Ah. I, the clip that I posted is not the clip that I saw that. So the one I had didn't have that. Uh-huh. Here's what I'll say about this. Um, I don't think Cat Williams cares 
about white comedians and what they do. Mm-hmm. I don't think they are the ones he felt wronged by that mm-hmm. he needed to defend himself about. Mm-hmm. I don't think he finds them. This is this is speculative. I don't think he finds them funny. No, what he talked about Joe Rogan bringing them people on there. He said he bringing eight other people who ain't funny. Mm-hmm. I don't think if he does think a lot of white comedians are funny. I don't think it's who uh, Dave is referencing. I don't think Cat Williams cares. I think Cat Williams cares about black comedy and the black comedians he felt wrong and the state of black comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I ever even seen a flyer with Cat on it that was his own with another white comedian on it. Now, he did say that when he started his career, he was with white comedians. I remember that. Yeah. but That's true. And I think to my point or the point I'm making is I've known about Cat. I want to say 06, maybe. Mm-hmm. Prim Chronicles either 06 or 08. Mm-hmm. Let me check that. You said what? You said Pimp Chronicles. Pimp Chronicles. I think that was 06, if I'm not mistaken. It's either 06 or 08. Uh... I'm going to let you find it. Okay, let me find it. I'm going to let you find it. This is what I was. 06. 06? 07? I, I want to say most of what Kat said was definitely about. There were a couple of people who caught strays oh, so. that I didn't, I wasn't too sure. Oh, he said Gary Owen. Yeah. It's the only person he mentioned. Um, there was, uh, most of the people, it felt as though, if I remember correctly, because I don't know if Gary Owen has ever said, ever said anything about Cat Williams for the shots. Yeah, 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 yeah. That he, There were a couple of people that, like, I also don't know what, Tif, what Tiffany Haddish has done to him mm. for the personal disc that he made sure he reserved for her as well. So I will say for the most part, it felt like he was um, only doing shots at folk that he felt like had done something to him. But I do feel like there is, I I do take issue when it feels like, Oh, now you just clowning comedians who might not have said anything about you. And it happens to only be black comedians that you are saying negative things about. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, that's my, my thing is I don't. Oh, they said he didn't, they, he complimented Gary. Yeah. I I think he was saying, I think he said Gary didn't, why isn't Gary bigger or more mainstream? Something along those lines. Gary talked about, he's talked about how Shannon Sharp, he said every time, Gary said every time he's brought up a conversation, the interviewer just be like, (laughs) he said when Shannon Sharp, or Kat brought that up, Shannon was like, Mm-hmm. So anyway, anyway, Gary's like, why y'all be switching topics after I say it? No, mind you, because people are talking about Tiffany was on the Breakfast Club with uh, Kevin Hart. Cat had already taken shots at Tiffany I before. Said that last I think time. a lot of people aren't aren't the aware, timeline. yeah, of the timeline. Cat had already been talking about Tiffany Haddish yes. prior to yes. that. That's almost kind of the reason why. Kevin put Tiffany on the breakfast club with him. So that is the part where I'm like, I get it. If you don't think a comedian is funny, there are several comedians that I don't find funny in the least bit. Yeah. But my personal opinion doesn't matter. The people who are paying to see them are the only people whose opinion matter. And I think that's kind of what kind of what Dave Chappelle was kind of trying to say is like you standing in front of some of these people's paper by, trying to diminish them in some of your comments. But again, 
On the flip side, if you done did wrong to somebody, then you can't tell them when they get to say and how they get to say something back to you. And I also don't think Cat Williams beefing, whatever he said about them, wrong, right, or indifferent. I don't think, I don't think, maybe I'm wrong, people are like, Cat Williams said this about Michael Blackson, I'm not going to his show now. Well, in the comments, that's what it'd be feeling like. You think so? Yes. Any people actually aren't going? I think people are like, it's Cat versus everybody and I'm on Cat's side. In F everybody else. That's what I feel like I see in the comments. I'm talking about hardcore <laughs> <laughs> as if this is a gang that just started yeah. and you got to choose ye this day. So, uh, oh, thank you. Somebody, they were promoting night school. That's why they were on there together. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I kind of get what Dave Chappelle is saying, but at the same time, oh, well, you looking at how pixelated we are on here? <laughs> I kind of get what Dave Chappelle was saying, but at the same time, for the most part, I would say for majority of the, I'm about to, um, contradict yourself. No, I'm about to light these niggas up. Oh, for cat. the most, yeah, cat. For the most part, most of those people are people he felt like had personally did yes. something to him or another comedian that he held in high regard, and he wanted to set the record straight. That's what I think we said almost that verbatim, like. The, the cat conversation is very nuanced. Mm -hmm. There was people that he felt wronged by mm -hmm. people who spoke about him, that he was clearing things up. Yeah. And then there was people he took shots at that. He didn't say, they said this, let me clear it up. Mm -hmm. Ricky Smiley. He felt that way said he felt that way. Steve, he, he felt, felt shots way. taken at him. Yeah. Right. Michael. I don't remember cat saying Michael Blackson said this about me. And this is why I'm telling y'all. Correct. He just was like, people need to be booed. Michael, ba Michael Blackson should be booed. He's a real African using a fake African accent. Yeah. I don't think he said Michael Blackson had said something about Correct. him to deserve that. Correct. You're right. So I think, uh, I think, I, I think, I don't know if I said this on this. I said this to Tony. I don't believe Cat Williams respects a lot of his people in his class. And I think that's why he felt the way that he felt. I think he, he loves the art of comedy and he thinks some of the people ain't doing it right. Or on his level, and he ain't afraid to speak about it. There's other comedians who talk like this. Yes, they were ludicrous. They just don't, or ludicrous. I don't know what happened with Luda. I thought he was joking about the Illuminati thing, but uh, or the light-skinned white wife with weird faces. I don't think Luda's wife has a weird face. I don't think all. a lot of the women have a weird face, but, but I do, do thought they don't I do interviews. Think that, that, again, shots, <laughs> shots again fired to call all these women weird faced it. Um, to just pull them in interview. Yeah. I what was I about to say. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports DS, DFS platform in North America. They are the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Now, y'all know I know all about the sports, okay? <laughs> y'all know who I'm rooting for. When it comes to the the Super Bowl, y'all know who I love, huh? On the field and off the field. And what I love about Prize Picks is that it makes it easy to be able to decide where I want to put my luck at. All right. So I love the fact that you just do the more than and less than because it takes a little bit for me as someone who is actually not an aficionado at sports. It, it allows me not to feel the pressure of being able to get stuff exact. Um, so. Even if you are not a huge sports fan, but you do love to be able to, you know, have a little fun on the side, this is definitely the 
platform for you. Price Picks even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second half, the player is rebooted. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. That's amazing. Testing my skills on Prize Picks this excuse me this season is the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. If you have the skills, you can earn tips Ten dollars into two hundred and fifty. Excuse me, you can turn. I said earn, y'all. Ten dollars into two hundred fifty with just a few taps, quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stats types are what make Prospects the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prospects.com slash SK and use code SK for a first deposit match of up to $100. Go to prospects.com slash SK and use code SK for a de- first deposit. Deposit match up to $100. So Tony Baker in a comment pointed out a joke in Cat Williams' opening that was very, very similar to a J.B. Smooth joke. The, uh, the music joke? The, yes. the joke with music? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the way them people were on Tony Baker's head. Were they? Yes. What is what are they saying? Nigga, you ain't funny anyways. You're not in the same Tony class. Ain't funny? You're not in the same class. Go over there, do your little stupid ass uh animal voice videos. Oh, now the animal voice videos are stupid? Yeah. Oh, let's go on in and uh uh play with Kev on stage. They uh, threw you in there. Me? Yes, yes, yes. This is what I mean by I liked I, it. Huh? huh? I liked it. I was like, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Now, now, why am I in it? No, and I was. This is when I was like, "Oh, people really feel like they feel it." This is why I'm saying they no. lit us up in the comments. I saw, I said, "Let me get out of here" because they were. Oh, they were so. You don't believe him, <laughs> y'all. Listen, this was one of them. Y'all trying to say he lied. This is one that I knew he had lied on. Okay, f the books. Okay, he read ten million books in one year. That's every sure. day, yeah. sure. He got accepted to college when he was twelve. His mouth said Tiffany Haddish never performed at the Comedy Store. When I was doing stand-up yeah. comedy, I saw her with my own eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> she almost didn't keep your distance. Yeah. <laughs> I, with my own eyeballs yes. at the comedy store. <laughs> but people are like, y'all don't know. Y'all weren't there. There's, you I weren't there. Was, and the I thing was, about I that, was physically it. <laughs> I, 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 told, I remember when I was first in L.A., Tiffany still was doing comedy heavy, heavy on Gerard Carmichael. And she said she didn't do the comedy store except on Black Nights, which... Is the case for most comedians. Yes. Outside of like the people who are comedy store regulars, like Tony Baker's one who has his name on the wall. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, comedy wait. in LA is very segregated generally. Yes. The, you, not even just by uh, race, it's by style of comedy. Yes. They have like alt nights, they have like uh, roast comedy nights. They have, 100%. you know what I'm saying? It's very, unless you are like, the reason I performed on the, at the comedy store outside of a black night. Yes, it's because Jeremiah Watkins, a white dude, put me on his show at the comedy store. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, the only way I got in the comedy store was Crack 'Em Up Thursdays, which is a black night. Michelle Murdoch. Otherwise, if you ain't Tony or you do the whole process, yeah. you you will get in on the black night. Laugh Factory. You know what night I did? Chocolate Sundays. Now, see, I only perform on the white nights. <laughs> I'm dead serious. <laughs> I was in with the whites <laughs> the same way uh, Cat Williams started. For me, that was the, my easier yeah. way in. But I, again, I'm like, 
know I saw Tiffany there. Literally. Like, yeah, I'm like, literally. I would. I was in the main room with the white folks. You don't know. You didn't see her there. I live in a different city, and I also know about stand-up comedy. Cat Show Williams me a picture. Right. I live in two with the that's what it really. That's what it really be like. And the thing is, like, people like Cat didn't lie about anything. Uh, the rape scene in Friday, right? Cat uh, said the rape scene was a rape scene. I believe that. Mm-hmm. That was one of the things I actually did believe because uh, there was a rape scene in Players Club, and the way that scene was set up, and the way they had portrayed um, Damon Terry Lewis, Terry uh-huh. Cruz character Damon. Yeah, let's Damien say Damon or Damon. Let's say Damon. Damon. I feel like it was Damon. Mm-hmm. It was Damon. I believe that part, but then Ice Cube was like, "That's not true." I don't, I'd never seen the script, but that was one of the things I actually did believe that Kat was telling the truth about. That whole Friday situation about Ricky Smiley's audition and all that type of stuff, I believed Kat. I believe Kat changed a lot of those lines. I believe Kat, the reason you hire actors is you let them rock. But I, people say he didn't lie about anything. Well, Ice Cube said he did. <laughs> right. And, and Guy Tori like, uh-uh. said, I never said Steve Harvey performed there. I said he pulled up and then he showed pictures. And they, people be like, you're not telling the truth. Like, Guy Tori got a whole documentary about <laughs> Fat Tuesdays on Prime Video. Like, you can, it's from him. Right. And like, you tell the person who was there every week. What they, and that's why I'd be like, that's my new mantra and I'm working on it. Sometimes you gotta let folks be wrong, and yeah. sometimes you gotta let folks be wrong about you. Because yeah. how how I'm gonna prove to you when you dead set you don't want to believe me, or you just disagree, you got a champ. Yeah, you, you you got it. I gotta go somewhere. I gotta go. I gotta go to the bathroom. I gotta pick my son up. Yeah, I'm not finna fuss and fight with you. I done said my piece. You said your piece in the comments. We moving on. Right, I, and I I think truly I don't know if people were just in 24, uh, 2024 just needed someone to believe in. Yeah, and and Cat said I'm here. And you can believe in me. Like, okay, one last thing. No, because I got to tell you one thing that's going to trump all the things. Go ahead. You go, you, you trump me. Real quick. Okay. So SNL did a sketch about. The Cat Williams? Yeah, one? the Cat Williams. I saw it. It yeah. was so funny to me. I thought they did a great job, yeah. right? Well, somebody in the comments, because I, I go into the comments, I'm like, oh, how are people feeling about this? Yeah, I, you know I do that. Yes. And one person was like, how dare they make fun of something so serious oh. and making a mockery? And people are like, you know, th- th- it's called a parody. This is what they do. And they said, I don't see people making a parody of the Holocaust. Oh, my God. <laughs> they, how, they compare. How does one compare? Come on. Come on. Shannon Sharp and Cat Williams. Club Shay Shay. How did that? How did Club that? Shay Shay. Say you. How did that video reach that level of? This is what I'm saying. The way people have gravitated uh, around that <laughs> interview oh of Cat, and how some of people are like, "This man's a prophet." It. I'm realizing. Okay, we've entered into a different level. This is not like Jay Z, Nas. Ether, you know, Illmatic. Yeah. It's not that. Where it's just like, whose team you on? This is if this, if you don't believe this to be the truth. Yeah, yeah. How about genocide? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, the person that typed it me, out and pressed enter and did not take it down. Sometimes you need to. I need to be reminded of comments of like like that because I need to be reminded. This this who you be arguing with? Yes. And it's like if you believe that, you got it, baby. Yeah. This I told this story before. One of my homegirls. Said if with all sincerity, she and Angel loves Beyonce, Melissa loves Beyonce, Mel loves Beyonce. But I feel like you guys all love Beyonce with a rational thought process, mm-hmm. and you're just really big fans of hers. Yeah. This girl said she don't want to die before Beyonce. She would rather die Mm-mm. young Mm-mm. 
than dive before Beyonce. Because we were talking about celebrity deaths, the ones that most impacted us were like Whitney, Michael Jackson, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that, Kobe. And she was talking about how much Beyonce means to her. I said, listen. And I was like, are you being for real before we continue this conversation? And she teared up. Okay, then you say we'll go on. And I said, time. you got it. Yeah, I'm you, not don't, finna, even, you I don't, don't even come back. It's not even worth poking that I'm not bear. arguing with you about no, no, Beyonce no. with anything. If that's your thought process, no, no, we no. can't have a rational conversation about At this, all. period. There's, there's nobody on earth there's I feel that way. There's nothing rational about that conversation. There's no celebrity I, I feel that way about. I would be sad if a lot of people I am a fan of pass away. Oh, yeah. I I've like been, life. I've been sad. I like, I, I like I being alive. Children. I cried when Mac Miller died. I don't want to go before he did. I Bruh. cried when Aretha Franklin Passed away, shed a thug tear. I want to see my grandchildren yes. if I have any. I would love to see a great grand if somebody's out here hoeing early. I would love. Wouldn't it. make me no. Never mind. Wouldn't that, give me that great grand baby? Give me that baby. And Josh having a baby would be just fine. Your baby will hold me over till I get my grand. <laughs> It'll be a great intermediary baby. Come on, but it ain't gonna make me no. Never mind. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to go out before. Uh, listen, I'm not speaking death on Beyonce. I hope. Listen, I, I hope she lives a long, fruitful. I hope nothing, we both live a very long 117. life. 117. Come on. But I, when I live or die, has no regard to when she lives or dies. That girl said, "I'd rather live not live at all if Beyonce's not here." I said, no, "Girl, no, no. same with Kobe." God, girl. God rest his soul. God rest his soul. I'll just play her albums and be like, Listen. "I remember when she was here. Listen. I saw her in concert multiple times. She was on that horse." I yeah, want to say was. one more thing about the Cat Williams interview. He said Kevin Hart was an industry plant. Yes, he did. <sighs> now that term gets thrown I around hate a lot. It. Industry plant implies. Someone in the industry, whether usually it's music related, uh-huh. uh, but it could be Hollywood. Somebody in the industry mm-hmm. goes out and says, you, yeah. person, you're going to make it. It usually implies that person's not talented enough to be where they are mm-hmm. or they haven't worked as hard. Mm-hmm. It implies. Yeah. But the proof usually is what do they do to get to this thing that they deserve? Right. Like Ice Spice usually called an industry plant. Lil Nas X called an industry plant. I don't remember much comedians. I've been a fan of Kevin Hart for a very long time. Same. Kevin Hart had already failed a lot before I even knew about him. <laughs> he failed, uh, failed pilot after pilot. You can, I can walk you through his rise. I remember his first specials on Comedy Central. Wrong little man. I remember when he was doing the Shaq's All Stars. Mm-hmm. You could, and then I remember when he was starting his world, his his tours. I remember when he was selling out Carolines. He sold seven nights out. This is before Kevin. I remember when Kevin Hart came to the Bellevue Comedy Club that I was working at. I cannot think of the name where Big Irish J was the house MC, and Big Irish J was trying to get other black comics to at that time. Your way up in Tacoma is you either did Tacoma Comedy Club or you did Nate's Room if you were black. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would try to get, uh, I cannot think of the name of that club because it closed down. But it was a huge club in uh, uh, in Bellevue. I got to hit Big Irish. Oh, uh, Bellevue Comedy Club. No. Okay. Uh, I, but anyway, I, uh-huh, Kevin ahead. Hart came there and I remember him selling that out. Mm-hmm. And in the next year or two, he came back. Uh, he was in the theaters in, in Seattle, mm-hmm. but it was like a thousand. Then it was like 1500. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Kevin Hart's career is well documented on YouTube. It, you remember Paper Soldiers, Soul Plane. Yes. Uh, think like, uh, what's your boy? He was with the uh, Come on. Steve Carell movie, 40 year old version. When he, he, he stole that scene. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, 
you can say whatever you want about Kevin Hart, and I do not like when say, people say Kevin Hart's not funny at all. I, I just don't agree with that. I think he, his later stand up is definitely not my cup of tea, but I think for a lot of comedians, their later stand up is usually also not their strongest. That's just in my opinion. Uh, overall, most comedians, when they've had a career, yeah. their their jokes don't because your hitting. earlier specials usually are 10, 15 years worth of work. Yes, exactly. So while yes, I can understand you being like, I didn't think his last special was funny or something like that. But to say the blanket statement that he is not funny at all. Yes. Uh, or sorry. that he's an industry plant. Like I, he didn't work. You The man got like seven, seven specials or something. He had three before he even got super famous. I remember. And we wasn't all saying, all right, all right, all right. Pillow, night, night. You want to go night, night? We, we, y'all, I, I don't remember. I feel like everybody was saying that stuff. That now was, it's like he was never funny. Like, yeah, people are lying. By myself. Like, I don't, everybody wasn't saying that at one it's, time. It's about to go down. It's, bro, yeah. we wasn't, everybody in the streets wasn't saying that. Now everybody. he never said nothing funny ever. Everybody. I remember, so I started stand up with this uh, class called Pretty Funny Women. That's why I was with the white people. And the parlor. I don't know what. Oh, that's the that's name the, of the club place. he sold the out. Parlor, the parlor. I was with these white people. Pretty funny women was the class that I was taking, and we had to bring in a joke from our favorite comedian. Mm-hmm. And at the time, so this is in two thousand and nine. Yeah, Kevin Hart had topped my list after a grown little man. I said yeah. this is the best storytelling ever. I remember bringing in the joke. Now this is a woman who is teaching a class that's been doing stand up probably yep. twenty years on me. Yep. She was like, I've never heard of this man. Really? Kevin? This is this is uh, 2009. She was like, I never heard of him. And I said, just wait. Oh, you yeah. will. That was, I think, the next year is yes. when that Netflix special came out, right? The, yeah. Like, he blew up the next year to like the point that his wife, Tori, took the class the year mm-hmm. after me. Mm-hmm. And that's when she was like, oh, yes. Now she was putting all the pieces together. So I, it's like... While probably for black people, we were aware of him in his yeah, earlier for sure, stuff. For sure. When, if white people didn't know about him, yes. he can't be an industry plant. <laughs> like, if I can go back to a point in time when white people were like, who is this guy that you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. Then he can't be an industry plant. Absolutely. Grown Little Man 09, Seriously Funny 2010, Laughing My Pain 2011. Three solid specials pop, pop, to pop. me. Let me explain. I think is when he went to the movie. Uh, he went to the movie. What now? Mm-hmm. Movie Irresponsible, I believe. It might have been a movie. Mm-hmm. 2020 Zero F's Given and 2023 Reality Check. Um, he he did. I felt like Kevin Hart did the work. Say you say you think he's not funny. It's comedy subjective. Fine. But to say he's an industry plant implies he didn't do. He was hosting Comic View. He was hosting everything, like doing Def Comedy Jam. He was doing all the stuff. Most of the times, comedians give get more slack if they didn't come up through New York, which he did. So that's he also, came up through Philly. No, well, no, no, Philly and New York. He did. Yes, he did. He did came the, up through New York. That's true. You're right. So that's what really made that statement just a little bit like, huh? Usually, if you aren't, if you haven't been to the trenches of New York, yeah. you are not considered truly a veteran of stand-up comedy and i'm like now cat completely admits that's not how he came up he did not come up to new york yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. he didn't come up through new york so if that was also weird i was like by comedian standards Mm -hmm. if you don't come up through new york you really ain't about that 
hustle yes. for real, for real. For sure, I agree with you because that's that's where they say the, the the people New York or LA, but New York is usually ranked higher. I, I than ain't LA. never heard nobody say when you come up through LA, you didn't know. It is always the yeah. trenches are in New York. LA be having its own respect but it's not as respectable as new york At nowhere near None. no i agree with you yeah because to me quite as kept the <laughs> some of the funniest comedians come from atlanta now them niggas them, you if you I get funny in atlanta agree. i fully agree them them rooms because the rooms are black and them black folks ain't going for it they do not care nothing's funny bro that's just my personal opinion of this class of comedians my favorites come from atlanta chicago Chicago's Chicago a great comedy is scene. A, co- produces fantastic comedians yeah, all the way around. Um, all the way around, just for my comedy type. Anyway, Kevin Hart, uh, Paper Soldiers was in two thousand two. But so I love them both. Did his Kevin work. Hart, Cat Williams, y'all both great. I, you know, Cat Williams just had a lot of shit to get off his chest. Some he did. Of it. and also this is no shade at Cat. I just don't think he was right about that thing. That doesn't mean I don't think he was right about other things. Nor does it. I think. Listen, Pimp Chronicles. Is a masterpiece stand up comedy special. It's one of my favorite stand up comedy specials. It's, it's in my Melissa's top. Favorite. It's Melissa's favorite. There's not even a, a two. Yeah. It's far and away one of my favorite stand ups. Actually, probably might be top three for me, honestly. Mm. That is a master class of stand up comedy. He was personal. He was original. He was doing jokes I hadn't heard. He was doing stuff I didn't know you could touch. He was making me laugh at things. I never smoked weed. I I was laughing at that. The Michael Jackson stuff. Michael Jackson was still alive. He was going at Michael. He was talking about the war. I ain't got no insurgent friends. That's political comedy. Like most comedians are not touching the gamut of stuff mm-hmm. that Cat touches. And we was laughing at all of it equally. Also, his his superstar was like after that. And his Friday stuff. So I think people think because we disagree with what some stuff Cat says, we don't think he's funny or we don't believe him in other stuff. But I'm not going to say nothing else about it. I think Dave Chappelle just don't know what Cat Williams is. We'll be at Time Watch, Josh. We got to do two episodes today. Yeah, we, yeah that's it. we're close to an hour. Okay. On the bonus, which we're about to shoot right after this, we're talking Country Wayne paid some of his actors a million dollars. Wow. Uh, KDK, speaking of comedy, I wanted to cover this in the same thing, but we can talk about there. KDK uh, apparently lied on a comedian named Mojo Brooks, yes. uh, and he defended himself. I got some insight, not about the situation, but how comedy works, where I believe him. Mm. Um, yeah. We talk in, uh, there's a white man who adopted a black baby on. on uh, oh, I can't wait. We covered it on Is This Going to Cause an Argument? <laughs> Let's get into it. Okay. Uh, Let's just say we're going to for sure cover those three things and more on the bonus, which you can have if you're on our Patreon. If you don't have that, this will be your only episode for this week. God bless you. Patreon, I'm going to go to the bathroom. We're going to fire it right back up and shoot the bonus. I'm going to go piss. We love you. Toronto, get your act together, man. Come on, for real. Dead home. I want to see you. This may be last time. Here's another bang of fire. Here's another one. Here's another bang of fire. Here's another bang of fire. Here's another bang of fire. With my boy Kevin on stage. And that chick angel.